Producer Casey here. Quick note before we start the show. Hey, did we mention there are some cool new ways you can help support the show? There are. Go check them out at untitledbeatlespodcast.com. As always, we got links to all the places you can like and subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please leave us a review on Apple or anywhere else. But some of the new stuff, we've got Untitled Beatles merch that you can find on TeePublic. And you can also find a link to our new Patreon page. Patreon's a cool way that people can help support independent creators like us. If you have a couple bucks to spare, you can help us keep the lights on and keep the show going. We'd really like to thank everybody who has already chipped in. It means a ton to us. But most importantly, before we start the show, we've got to shout out our Patreon Star Club members. Long live George Harrison. Glenn Kay from Iowa. Matt Kuharski, Beetle Dave, aka DZ Keys, Susan from Baltimore, Bert Chide, Joanne S, David S from Chicago, Max Como in Montreal, Matt Meyer in Spring Hill, Tennessee, Mick B in Minnesota, and of course Doug Tabor, aka Nowhere Doug. And now we'd like to do Thank you so much for supporting the show. We love hanging out with you on Discord as well. Again, if anybody else wants to learn about Patreon or merch or anything else, find it all at untitledbeatlespodcast.com. Okay, gentlemen, take it away. All right, Beatles 1973 fantasy album, Fantasy Island. Three, two, one. Untitled Beatles Podcast. Smiles. Smiles, everyone. Ah, it's going to be a beautiful day. Gee, man. All right. Well, your 50th birthday. Hi, TJ. First of all, hi. I just And now, with a series of unconnected words and guttural sounds. Take it, Tony. Take it, Tony. See, this is how they're going to use AI to make sentences that I never said. Because I actually... That's how AI is never going to be able to use me because I never finish my sentences. Yeah. (laughs) So they can't. Exactly. AI can't mess with us because we don't know what we're doing. Because she knows that. Welcome to the Untitled Beatles podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm TJ this week. (laughs) And Tony, what's going on, my man? Oh, I mean, your 50th is coming up, not this year, yeah, right? fuck you. I got a whole other year. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so you'll be dead eventually. How's that feel for you? <laughs> feel like potting about it? <laughs> no one's answering my slack about dying in the slack channel. <laughs> Hashtag art of dying. Hyphenated. <laughs> There you go. There's the beetle tie-in. Searching for the truth among the lying And answered when you learn the art of dying uh, Yeah, I'm just talking about 1973. That's 50 years ago. Wow. You and I are both almost 50 years old. We're not there at this writing or this potting, if you will. Mm. <laughs> In his own pod. 
<laughs> in his own potting soil. Oh, I soiled my pod. Oh. Like it or not, like what you got, you're under the soil. Well, before we get to 1973 and all of our 50th birthdays, uh, be sure and like and subscribe. Give us a nice review. We like those. Be kind. Rewind. Be true. Review. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we were on Discord with a Patreon subscription. We have merch on Teep Ublick. Uh, we also have a new... We're on crypto now, or I, I like to say crypto. So you can get TJ Coins. TJ Coin, excuse me. Tony Buck. Casey Pence. No relation. <laughs> no. Thank you, Mom. I love you. And of course, make sure, uh, yeah, get some of our hologram NFT trading cards. They're out there. They're great. They're the <laughs> most tremendous trading cards you'll ever see. Uh, Happy <laughs> So give us your NFTs and your 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 TJ coin and all. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. Hi, TJ. Wait, what, what you got there? The mailbag? Yes, Tony, <laughs> my hand is in the mailbag. The mail was just delivered. Let's support our postal <laughs> workers, by the way. Thank you. That's my uncle. Yeah, I I think postal Hi, workers are awesome. Hi, Uncle Tom. I, we hope you listen to the show when you're <laughs> on your route or route, depending on your perspective. We got an email from a listener named Dakota, who, which, first of all, great name. I mean, right away, I was kind of taken. Uh, were people named Dakota before the John Lennon <laughs> moved into that building? I mean, how many older people do you know named Dakota? It's like a younger name, I think, because of the building, right? Or am I am I beetling too much into this? I think you're totally beetling because the Dakota the Dakota wasn't built in like the eighties or whatever. <laughs> right, but I mean as a name for people. For for things that live and breathe. Are there old people named Dakota? I know the building. There's north and there's south. <laughs> Remember that miniseries? I do. North. <laughs> And South with the ABC announcer voice. It was a young America on the brink of oblivion. John Jake's epic story of love and war, North and South, starting Sunday, November 3rd. At any rate, <laughs> Dakota emailed in response to uh, a show that we did about Black Friday and the Dark Horse Best of compilation that came out on vinyl for the Dark Horse label that featured no George Harrison on it. Dakota mm. sent uh, an email thinking that the George songs that were on Dark Horse are owned by a different publishing company than the uh, songs that were not written and performed by George on the compilation. That's why there's no George Harrison songs on this particular uh, Record Store Day comp. So that was interesting. I never kind of considered that because online there are George songs on Apple's Dark Horse compilation. But for the vinyl, I guess it's different licensing, uh, different licensing agreement between publishing companies. So that's why there's no George. That is very helpful information. Yeah. You see, the more you read, the more you know. The better you do in school, the better you do in life. That's a promise. Thank you to Dakota and all of our listeners. Like, we, you know, we don't know everything. We, we, we don't know anything. So the more you email with interesting stuff and facts, the better fans we all are. So thank you, Dakota, and thanks to everyone else for emailing us. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, so, all right, so, 
Beetle Dave, one of our listeners. And a Patreon supporter. Thank you, Beetle Dave. Suggested this during an episode of Twitch and Shout, our semi-irregular live broadcast on the Twitch.tv network. Give that show some Metamucil. People still do jokes like that? <laughs> they do now. Keeps me regular, gently. Changed my life. Now I can get out there and change the world. Metamucil, the doctor's natural choice for regularity. So Beetle Dave suggests, how about create a 1973 Beatles record using the solo releases from that year? Hmm. Seems intriguing. And since it's 50 years ago, we thought we would uh, do that. This would be like a fantasy. We're dabbling in the world of fanfic again, TJ. I began to unbuckle Paul's saddle shoes. I said, why are you wearing the shoes that Bert wears on Sesame Street? <laughs> Paul said, on Sesame Street, it's always Meat Free Monday. <laughs> oh, you know what I thought? You know what Meat Free Monday reminds me of? What's that? Remember when Journey did the pro meat song in like the late 80s? It was like, don't stop meat eating. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Hold on to my feet ins. Oh, yeah. yes, that's right. Yes. So welcome. Here we are. We're in the world of fantasy, cosplay, LARPing. Wiki feet, Rick Rubin, <laughs> Cosby play, Cosby no, no, play. No, 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 no. Is that funny when someone is hurt? ASMR, VSMR, <laughs> squishing s'mores slowly at a thousand frames per second. <laughs> I used to do ASM VCR where the sound of the eject button would really get me going. Thank you, Beetle Dave. Great suggestion. So that's what we're going to do. We are going to create an LP that was released by the Beatles in 1973. So the Beatles are still around in 73. They haven't broken up yet. Maybe they're putting out solo records simultaneous to this and then putting Beatle records out too. So here are the rules, TJ. Do you want the rules? Rules are there are no rules. Outback. Oh! <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. No rules. Just right. When you're here, you've made a mistake. <laughs> Did you ever see that Mr. Show bit where it was like the, the Marilyn Manson pizza parlor or whatever? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like Marilyn Monsters, mozzarella, whatever it was. Marilyn Mozzarella employees are fun, rebellious extroverts who make their own rules. And rule number one, always dress appropriately. Uh-oh. Look at forgetful Fred here. He forgot his evil zombie eye contact lenses at home. That means... A red card warning. <laughs> but one of the things was, it's like he's got like the whole the wig on, and then it's David Cross, and he takes the wig off, and he's just like a bald, <laughs> like exec looking guy talking about how, like, yeah, break the rules, but don't actually break the rules. Oh, and don't forget to break some rules, <laughs> but don't break any rules. <laughs> I love Mr. Show so much. I do too, man. <sighs> uh, well, okay, so here are the rules. 
it's an LP, so it's got to be about 23, maybe up to 25 minutes max per side. And then let's make a single out of this using uh, non-LP songs, all recorded or released in 73. I'm going to give recorded in there maybe, you know, but it's all about 73. Are you still giving the rule? I'm just patiently listening to your ruling. <laughs> Keep ruling, 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 ruling. What? Yo, okay, you're right. Well, I, I also thought like, oh, we should come up with the title for it and uh, things like that. Oh, I don't think I came up with the title. So you're going to hear me improvise a title. <laughs> oh, I love it. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Like an improv conversation. Improvisation. All right. Well, let's see what we picked for our 1973 Fantasy Beatles LP. I'll go first. My side one is just side one of the Red Album. They already had a great album in 73. (laughs) So I've just got side one of the Red Album. Go ahead. What's yours? So no side two? It's just blank on side two? It's got an etching from the Party Party 45. Bob Clear Mountain remix. <laughs> I know it's figure eight. Just funny. <laughs> Whoa, so many people got so steamed at that. How come TJ don't know which flowers in the dirt singles Clear Mountain remix? <laughs> well, all right, TJ. What let's hear let's hear your what's on your 1973 record? Does it have a name or anything like that? Um yeah, my uh, I haven't named it, so I will improvise it right now. I love it. Uh, will you um, ask me what the name is, please? Oh, sure. Three, two, one. Oh, wait, TJ, what is the name of your 1973 Beatles LP? File Under 73. <laughs> I feel like it makes File Under Rock. Hashtag parentheses tomorrow never knows. You remember we got an angry, someone put an angry Facebook message up that was like, Tremont Never Knows was not an album. It's a last track on Revolver. These guys know nothing. And like six people were like, check the iTunes comp. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, call it, <laughs> I call it File Under 73. And uh, before I give you what's on here, this was a dilemma. This this mm. exercise was both fun and really frustrating and also an incredible exercise in Paul McCartney admiration. Yeah. Because the output in 73, not just output for Paul, but classic other bands would kill to have three of the many songs he wrote would be their greatest songs that any other artist would have ever written. And... George and John both had great albums that don't exactly rock. No, with a no. few exceptions, which I'll get to. Yeah. And feel, I'm going to say it Mind Games and Material World feel more dated than Band on the Run. Yeah. They just feel more like a product of 73 than Band on the Run does. So Paul automatically has a leg up when compiling this list. Uh, I mean, and Ringo is, you know, uh, other than I, I know you time takes time, fans. I see you. I acknowledge you. <laughs> but Ringo probably is best album. My favorite song, however, Way to the World from Time Takes Time for Ringo Solo. The
But yeah, so I tried to do this like a Beatles album, Tony. I gave special consideration to the way Beatles albums used to be constructed. And here's what I've got. You ready for this? Yeah, man. To hear more, donate to Patreon. <laughs> Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. We're those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Give us money, we'll tell you what we like. <laughs> oh yeah. It's called a money tease in the business, son. <laughs> So before I kick into side A, part of this exercise trying to construct this like a Beatles album should be is I have some very notable omissions for the year. So I tried to think of this in terms of A, established hits, B, flow, C, Mel, D, <laughs> Vera, five, Alice's kid who came Tommy. from <laughs> Tommy. Mel, on behalf of Vera, Alice, and myself, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, kiss my grand. <laughs> what I desperately tried to do was make this like a real Beatles album. It's hard because it's so Paul slanted. So side A kicks in at just under 23 minutes. Band on the run. Mind game. So keep on playing those mind games together. Faith in the future. Out of the now. You just can't be the Bluebird. Yeah, we have Paul, John Paul. Touch your lips with a magic kiss. Living in the material world. And bring on the Lucy. which my spell check uh, turned into Fred people. <laughs> well, you're either Fred people or you're Barney people. I'm, <laughs> I'm Betty people, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, pardon me. Uh, uh, uh. The name is Betty, your wife. Oh, you must remember. You know, with the meals, washing, keeping the house clean. Think hard. It'll come to you. Oh, Betty. Betty. 
there. I told you you'd remember. Yeah, that's my side A. Any thoughts initially here and there? I mean, it's yeah, it's a bangaroo, right? So it's banned on the run into mind games, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got a real banger. What's in your three hole? Uh, Bluebird. Okay, so, yeah. So the tempo, not the tempo so much, but like a a more intimate song. Yeah, after I'm changing those the two energy a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I got Living the Material World, which is five minutes, and it's it's one of the more upbeat songs on the album. The reference to John and Paul makes it kind of a natural fit to that. And it, it's got that uh, the Indian piece running through it. So that felt like a great choice. And then I wanted to hear a little rock and roll to close the side. And that's when I got Bring in the Lucy. And the side kind of ends with a, uh, you know, uh, kind of a political chugging John rock song. So two John, two Paul, one George, right? Yeah, that's side A. Yeah, it's good, man. That is good. You want to hear my side A? Yes. Well, first of all, mine is called Players Number Six. That is the name of this album. It's named after a popular brand of British cigarettes. Players Number Six filter. Now you can be sure of guaranteed quality at four and three for 20. Because if you recall, they almost named Abbey Road Everest. Uh-huh. Because that's what Jeff Emmerich smoked. And I believe uh, Dixon Von Winkle might have smoked players number six. (laughs) So players number six. It also alludes to the Beatles kind of being a six-piece band in 73, all right? Fans called this album The Mess. Mm. Uh, Rolling Stone gave it three stars, preferring Wings' band on the run to this mismatched patchwork of an album resembling a community quilt that keeps you warm half of the time. Mm. TJ, your favorite, Robert Christgau of Village Voice, Christgau, called it, quote, an order of bangers and mush. The, <laughs> the, the cover is a montage of Polaroids and contact sheets, all taken by Linda McCartney. Some people said this is the first time the Beatles ripped off the stones with regards to their uh, album art. It looks a lot like, like exile. exile. Sure. Yeah. When you said it, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so remember... This never happened, but we're playing in the world of fantasy. So my side one starts with Live and Let Die. When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say Kablamo. We go into a song, a John song, an obscure John song called Rock and Roll People. Yes, that's on Men Love Avenue. That's how I know yes. it. Eventually released in 86 on Men Love Avenue, but recorded during... I just couldn't during... change it if it would... Oh, I love that song. I wish I thought of that. I thought that was from the Walls and Bridges sessions, no? 
Nope, nope. The other stuff is. That's the one song. That's from yeah. the Mind Games sessions. Dude, great. Oh, fuck. I quit. Great call. That's the best call possible. I, I want to add that. <laughs> then, George, we give it to George. Give me love. Peace on earth. Love vibes for the three hole. Then we turn it over to Yoko, who gives us a rocker with Move On Fast. I take back everything I said. You've now <laughs> rock and roll people's been negated. <laughs> Move on fast has a honking ass sax solo. Uh, man. I, that's why. <laughs> uh, then we give it to Ringo with photograph. Written by George and Ringo, so we've got some George on this. And then closing the side out with what you did, Bring on the Lucy. So how long so, is that? Is it it's like a 45 minutes? Uh, do you do it on a Maxell XL2? 90? <laughs> it clocks 2302. Okay. 2302. Yeah. Because Live and Let Die is only three minutes. Rock and Roll People's four. George's song's three and a half. Move On Fast is under four. Photograph is four. And Bring On The Lucy's about 412. Uh, Shandog Daily says feels long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? We'll fade Bring on the Lucy out a little sooner. Do it, do it, Before, do it, do it, do it sooner. <laughs> yeah. Before the drummer goes into double time. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, it's it's that is awesome. I love it. So Live and Let Die is one that I left off entirely because to me that song is so Paul that I couldn't in my head. It just doesn't sound like anything else. So I couldn't, you have it in the right spot. It's either going to be the opener or the closer. And I just, I, I could not put live and let die in this album. I had a review for mine as well. Um, in fact, the Des Moines register said replacing Ringo with Jim Keltner was controversial only months ago, forcing many of us to refer to the off traveling. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta try. I gotta, I gotta you gotta try pick this it again. up. 
You know, Tony, I, I had a, a couple reviews of, of um, File Under 73 as well. The Des Moines Register huh. said, replacing Ringo with Jim Keltner was controversial only months ago, forcing many of us to refer to the off-traveling Keltner as a traveling dingleberry. But it pays <laughs> off in his stick work. <laughs> and uh, the Sheboygan Press says, whilst considering Harrison's infamous excess, it's indeed material world for the prima Madonna. George's standout tracks, despite being relegated to his usual ho-hum two songs for me, are the new standard in his catalog since the second half of side two of Electronic Sound. Sheboygan had a lot to say about that. <laughs> Sheboygan really knows. Here's my side two. You ready for this? Yeah, man. Side two, you open with Give Me Love. George gets a standout track to open up the side. Side two, you got to go with my love. And when I go away, I know my heart can stay with my love. It's understood. It's in the hands of my love. And my love. It was hard because I love Red and that's a Red Rose Speedway. I love so much as an album, but my God, I'm not wasting six and a half minutes on Single Pigeon. Oh, <laughs> which again, that I, almost made it on my side too. And that song's less than two minutes. Obviously, I'm kidding. There, there's the the medley, the Hold Me Tight, and yeah, that's the thing I could do without Little M Dragonflies. That one's actually like six minutes. But it was tough to pull, so I went with the hit, My Love, which is such a great song. Then I have Tight As, a dollar sign. Yeah. Then I wanted to put Photograph on so much, but my second favorite Ringo song of all time, After Way to the World, gets the nod here, and it's Oh My My.
and not the version from the photograph Ringo CD in 07 that cuts the counting off, but the Ringo slash Blast From Your Past version with the full counting before the chord. I don't, they chopped off five seconds from that photograph scene. I think the fade's longer, but they cut the top of the song off. I mean, it's almost like the, the coming up Glasgow nonsense. Yeah. So after Oh My My, we go into Meat City. What? Which is such a great tune, one of the few Rockin' John tunes, and it also yeah. makes the debut appearance on a record, a Beatles record, of the line, Chicken Suckin' Mother Truckin'. Chicken Suckin' Mother Truckin' Which is not a good Meat Free Monday song, but it's good every other day of the week. <laughs> and then after Meat City, I have 1985, and then, of course, the band of their own reprise to close the album. Just the way it began. And the unlisted bonus track is the extended dance mix by uh, Arthur <laughs> Baker of the Newtopian International Anthem. <laughs> so in 73, that would be the very first bonus track, maybe. It was. It even said bonus track. <laughs> there was Robert Crisco was very angry because <laughs> he didn't coin the term. Robert Crisco. <laughs> that's how, that's how I cook my fried chicken in Robert Crisco reviews. Look for Loretta's Crisco recipes in your favorite woman's magazine. Crisco, do you proud every time? Your chicken, your mother chicken trucker licking. Um, <laughs> teacher no, but says, seriously, teacher says no. But a good point, TJ. We lost, we lost uh, Paik, whatever that McIntyre's chicken shaped fish sticks as a sponsor. But make sure, yeah, that was quick. Make sure. You get over to Malaysia this week. Uh, uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters this week. There's a, cl a clearance closeout uh, on chicken, a great roasted chicken. Get it, get it while it's hot. It's 2023. Teacher says chicken sucking mother trucking. There's something fresh and healthy cooking all across this land. And those 
You're going to love this food. <laughs> and my, so, uh, yeah, okay. tell me your side B, and then I'll tell you my single. Okay, sounds good. All right. Side two starts with another Lennon banger, one of my favorites, Mind Games. on yours yeah banger or just great song well chris Gow called it bangers and mush i consider this a banger <laughs> i ain't asking for too mush <laughs> then we get a tossed off domestic ditty from paul one more kiss i said a foolish thing last night i didn't think you'd take it bad but now song i just quite like i really like that then we get uh linda mccartney contributes to this she's the sixth beetle now in 73 yoko being the fifth oriental nightfish emerald blue purple red i was working late it was a thursday night Yes. I love this song. Someone's been <laughs> listening to his vinyl copy of Wide Prairie. Yeah, I got a vinyl copy of Wide Prairie, 180 gram white vinyl, and I love this record. And uh, yeah, let's do a deep dish on it. Uh, this was recorded in 73. It's the closest the Beatles kind of get to outsider music. You know, the, the naivete, the, the art brute, whatever you want to call it. But I love it. Or the outsiders. <laughs> or the Josie's on a vacation for <laughs> That's not the outsiders. Oh, I thought you met Ralph Macchio and <laughs> those outsiders. S.E. Hinton. Um then we get a, a George cut, Don't Let Me Wait Too Long. Yes, that was on near my final draft of my list. I love that song. It's it's a good one. It's a good. It's a good. I think it's a good George album cut. Uh, followed by uh, Ringo with a song penned by John. I'm the greatest.
which is the closest we did get to a Beatles reunion, you know, in reality. Yeah. Because that's uh, Ringo, John, and George all playing on that with Klaus. That's a great album. What closes it? Thank you. Um, yeah. Helen Wheels. We end with a Paul Rocker, bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen to this in full, and I thought it was a great listen. I really enjoyed the. I enjoyed it. I listened to mine in full too, so we need to let's make sure we put our playlist up because I want to hear yours as well. Yeah. So, how much band on the run? I mean, Helen Wheels was on the American band on the run, but how much band on the run do you have? I have zero band on the run because Wings in my world, Wings put out band on the run. Band on the run outsells this Beatles record. <laughs> <laughs> players number six. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, is it play us? I like the play us. No, it was, this is 73. Like okay. <laughs> that culture hadn't gotten hit yet. So this is when Wings becomes Paul's main project and the Beatles become its side project. Okay. Yeah. John, that year he puts out the tight ass EP. So it's tight ass out of the blue intuition. And I know, I know. Uh, George puts out Some Things Must Pass Again, which is because he only put out a single. An alpha <laughs> fart sound effects. <laughs> no, because he <laughs> no, because he only put out All Things Must Pass uh, as a single solo record because the previous Beatles record, he used up pretty good songs on that. So anyway. Right. <laughs> And then Ringo puts out Ringo, but, you know, it's got like back off Boogaloo on it, et cetera, instead of the other songs. The extended six o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. The extended six (laughs) (laughs) o'clock. Let's hear your single, man. My single. I mean, my favorite singles, I mean, probably by Cameron Crowe. But <laughs> I've got a dyslexic heart. That song, I like Paul Westerberg, but that song was in every movie for six years. <laughs> um, so I've got a double A-sided single because they're two great songs. Uh-huh. One's a rocker, one's a ballad. Uh, Jet. Backed with I Know, I Know. I know what's coming down. That's good, man. You got a rockin' Paul single, and then you got a gorgeous John ballad on the B side. Yeah. Yeah, I had a hard time leaving I Know I Know off. That was, that was, I was on my first draft of this. Actually, it got kicked off because I put on, that's why when I put on Yoko and Linda, I was like, well, I got to kick something off here. Yeah, and my, kicking off Photograph was really hard. I couldn't have two yeah. songs 
I, I, I went with all my mind because I love it. I, I know he wrote Photograph with George. Yeah. So that is kind of a beatle thing. But oh my my has brought me. I bought Blast from Your Past on CD at the Sound Warehouse on Rush Street. Long gone. Was like, do you remember this was a five floor record store in the Gold Coast, like on like Rush Street, like off Bellevue. And they opened it in like the mid 80s, late 80s, I think 87 or 88. Get up, Chicagoland, and go to Sound Warehouse for our grand opening storewide sale. And I bought it there in 90 in the blue long box with his face looking all weird, <laughs> like the album cover. Those and long boxes, man. That Ringo Blast from Your Past is one of my favorite Beatles CDs. You know, what? what's the joke about Greatest Hits albums? They're for oh, grandmas and yeah. what's a great... <laughs> it was something like, Hey, Greatest Hits albums are for housewives and little girls. You're not serious. You don't want to be a Doors fan. Get out of my store. While there is certainly truth to that, as a 10th grader, uh, Blast from Your Past was like a, a lesson in the gift of Ringo Starr's early solo career. And then it helped me get really excited for Time Takes Time like two years later because that's how quickly I was getting into Ringo solo stuff. So that's a great one. But it's so hard, Tony, like we said at the beginning of the show, because Paul's output, not just in quantity, but quality, right? I mean, Mind Games is a fine album. Living in the Material World is a great album. Maybe one of George's best albums. But nothing's as good as Band on the Run. No single's as good as Live and Let Die. And then when you think uh, Red Bro Speedway early in the year, despite the fact that it was... And you know, Paul wanted that to be a double album. Yeah. And they rectified that when that archive collection uh, came out and they issued the original track list for that. But things like Best Friend from um live, recorded live in Antwerp the Antwerp. previous year. Yeah. Yeah, and like I I don't know if there's I I've, I've never heard a studio version of that, but like I love Best Friend, I love The Mess, the B-side to My Love is great. Yeah. So Paul was just so prolific and I don't want to compare him to the other Beatles, but yeah, Paul wins 73 by a mile. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 73 was when he really hit his stride. Yeah. Might be his best solo year. 86. <laughs> I love, you know, I love press to play. And I, I, I say I love, 1980. I so <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Temporary. <laughs> um, my single, you'll be happy to know the A side is. Oh my, my. Nice. <laughs> Ringo gets an A side. And George gets the B side with deep blue. So it's kind of a weird single, but, you know, it's a quirky single for a quirky record. Players number six. Tony, <laughs> Tony you know what I want to do? The job I want right now and I want to do it with you is for Capital to hire us and say, we're going to do special Beatles and Beatles related singles from our catalog, like the colored vinyl for jukeboxes only things. And you and I get to just design <laughs> 45s yeah and like we have the untitled beatles podcast logo on it because i would buy i would not only buy that 45 i would i would wear it out i would wear it out i would make it the you know colored vinyl how it looks like it looks like you can eat it like we should make edible yeah. records and then that way like people just get so tempted like they listen to the record and it's spinning and they're hypnotized and they just take it off the thing and they bite it and they eat it and it tastes delicious and they have to buy it again patreon <laughs> 
Patreon. <laughs> you buy it again. It's, it's we call it in business in in B school. We call it the Cookie Monster principle. <laughs> you make them think they want to eat it, especially if it's not edible. You make them eat it anyway, and they want more. Cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, man, that's fun. We should put these up so you can all listen to it. What's your 1973 record? Share it with us. Uh, we're on Discord through Patreon and uh, all that stuff. Oh, I never told you what the cover of this is. Oh, no, you never did. Let's hear it. It's a picture of teenage Steve Jobs. <laughs> and it says file under 73. And he's got long hair and he's holding a copy of the RJ Grunts menu. <laughs> Where you can get a grunt burger at the time for like four ninety five. Nostalgia. Put some fried onions on. You go to that salad bar and you take that ladle of thousand dollar dressing and you just drench your meat. It's a fun day. <laughs> Don't stop meat eat. Don't stop meat. And now with Don't Stop Meat Eating, take it, Tony. Just a small town boy <laughs> Eating at Iron Shake Runs Took this thousand island dressing <laughs> And poured it everywhere I do do this song <laughs> so much Untitled Beatles Podcast Like and subscribe <laughs> By the way, the latency on that was insane So I <laughs> it, was, it was great It's better when it's like that <laughs> It's going to be the weirdest version of that song. <laughs>